Welcome everyone to Faces and Feels episode 33. I am Rafe Houston, aka Raf Houston, and I am here with the new, improved, NT-USB wielding uh, from <laughs> a remote location, but with the best sound he's ever had in his life, Travis. I've never sounded this good. Yeah, I was going to throw in more there and I just had to, I was just like, Travis. <laughs> Even in person, I've never sounded this good. Yeah, exactly. This is HD, Travis. In mm. in real life, you. I mean, I, I tune you out all the time because it's a terrible frequency that you speak in. Uh, <laughs> so it's much nicer but, hearing you. But digitally, we can edit that out. Yeah, well, that is true. I can edit out. Unlike in real life, I can edit out <laughs> anything that I don't like that you say. So <laughs> I, think, I play I, God on this. I remember. Um, Right, so we oh, uh, people have probably picked it up. Uh, we work in the music industry, music instrument industry. I remember us getting an email or something like that about some noise cancelling headphones. And I remember like four years ago, you were like, "Oh, great, maybe I can use these to tune out your fucking voice." <laughs> <laughs> Same joke four years ago. <laughs> Still funny. Still funny. I do remember that because they they said like they had frequency selection. I'm like, if I could just set it to Travis's fucking voice, <laughs> that'd be excellent. <laughs> You can do that for sure. Figure yeah. out like I've got a pretty monotone voice. You do just figure out what what our frequency is. You do. And... So if I don't like anything oh, you're no. doing, I can just hit this button right here. See, and then you were just gone like that. Gone. Do you like how I committed to the bit? Yeah, yeah. Because we're on video chat mm-hmm. and I mouthed words. Yeah, I did. I I would have preferred it if you had actually spoken, so we could have seen if that mute button really works. <laughs> but oh well, it no, is can, weird. We can try it again now. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. I'll, I'll uh, wait until we're in the firing line and I'm really hot at you. Um, <laughs> it's weird having the video when chat. I start, when weird. I start talking shit about uh, HBK's theme song again. Oh, don't, don't get me started. Nobody knows about that. We haven't dropped that episode. I mean, we will have by the time. Oh, no, we won't. No. <gasps> You're ruining all the magic. I'm keeping that no. one in the back pocket. I'm breaking kayfabe. Yeah, fuck. Oh, well. It's already cooked anyway. we've We've been trying to... Like, so we don't disappoint anybody and we don't, like, if our lives fall into ruin and we can't record, we've been recording extra episodes. And by episodes, I mean one episode. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> been recording many episodes uh, that we can just drop in at any time. It's not really uh, time specific to any events and stuff. So we've done one on our our top three Favourite wrestling themes each. So, <laughs> three. well, it quickly blew out and what was going to be a quick 15-minute episode blew out to an hour. So uh, we'll drop that at some point. I haven't edited it or anything, but yeah. Anyway, um, as some of you will know, it was Travis's birthday recently, wasn't it, Travis? It was, yeah. It was. It was uh, I, got a, I got a call from a very close friend of mine, personal friend. Personal friend? Uh, new friend of the podcast as well. I mean... Uh, Let's 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 give it a play. I'll give it a play. Uh, I don't want to. Before I play it, I don't want to call collusion, but uh, I feel what? like I feel like you called on him to maybe influence the results in the G one tipping contest. I mean, I may have told him to slip some uh, slip some Japanese dollars into uh, Ghetto's little box. <laughs> Japanese there, but- dollars? They're called yen. <laughs> You ignorant <laughs> fuck. All right, let's, was, let's hear I, from I was, your boyfriend. I let's, was like I'm getting 95% going. 95% sure it was yen, and I couldn't. That <laughs> you didn't want to risk it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I wonder who it could be. Let's find out. What up, what up, what up? What's up, Travis? It's Jeff Gab here. I uh, just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. 
I gotta give you the sweet ass shout out. Anyways, uh, I'm in Japan right now, so just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Cool panda mask, always wear a mask. But happy birthday. Congratulations on winning the G1 tipping contest. Uh, I guess uh, you you picked me, which is great. Always always bet on brown. And yeah, thank you for picking me. And have, have a great birthday. Have all your friends get you some badass cake, um, steak, or whatever you want to eat. It's on them, all right? Also, just wanted to shout out the podcast Faces and Feels. Mahalo. And hopefully I'll uh, see you at Run to a Show. Just come by. If I'm on a show where you're at, just come on by. Let's, have, let's hang out, get a few drinks, man. Happy birthday. Well, there you go, Travis, your best friend. Uh, telling me to come out and get drinks with him as if we haven't already done that a million times already. <laughs> he just doesn't want it to stop, Trav. He just doesn't yeah. want it to stop. Uh, it's obviously party. been a while. He's in Japan. You're here in Australia, but it's uh, it's nice. The party never ends when you bet on Brown. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I know you guys are personal friends, and I. I don't want to question the integrity of Jeff Cobb. But once again, I don't feel like he was gonna win that match that set you apart. I feel like you put it put it in his head. He went into business for himself. And that's that's how it played out. I mean, who who was ringside at that match? I couldn't possibly remember. <laughs> I record I recorded an episode for every single night, and there's no way I could remember. Jeff Cobb and Jay White. Who do you think was in Jay White's corner? Just saying, I've been slipped some Japanese dollars. Take yeah. the dive. <laughs> it was ghetto. Ghetto. I called up. I Holy yeah, shit. my my. My buddy Cobb put me in contact with uh, Ghetto. He's going to give us a shout out soon as well. Oh. <laughs> when is when he? he gets on cameo, is he? <laughs> okay, he we're, we're, we're getting into promises that we're never going to be able to keep. So let's get on to what we're going to talk about. This is enough bullshitting about your birthday. Nobody cared about it anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's been my birthday for the last three podcasts. I know because that's how long it's taken us to record anything. Uh, speaking of. Uh, Guess who just got me my birthday cake yesterday? Who? Josh Tucker. <laughs> oh, really? It's as anyway. prompt as that Jeff Cobb message. Yeah. <laughs> Weeks late. Oh. He, took, he took a while to call in, old Jeff. He's busy, man. Yeah, he's busy. He's in the World Tag League. Good on him. Join the Empire. Anyway, this I mean, isn't about he, New he Japan s- today. He sent me. Uh, he sent me a text the day of, so it's all good. Oh, well, that, that's all right. Just a kissy face and a birthday cake emoji. All right, moving on. Today we are talking about AEW. We're talking about all the Kenny shenanigans, uh, the mm. last couple of episodes, the crossover with Impact, and how we felt about it all because we were going to – we were, wanted to record like after everything happened, but life didn't make that possible, and then we kind of felt like we missed the boat. So then we're like, oh, well, we'll just wait. We'll wait for Impact to play out. We'll wait for uh, Dynamite to play out. And then we're going to talk about it. We'll be pumped and we'll get on get on the phone <laughs> and we'll have a chat. And so, then the a long story short, <laughs> weren't that pumped on it after it finished. Now we're doing it the next afternoon. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, to be honest, I'm probably more pumped on it now that I've had 24 hours to like get over my blue balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well this is this so this is a a case of I think wanting to let the story play out, right? Like yeah. I think we we were just building it up a lot. And I think some cool stuff is still going to happen, but I felt like what they did on Impact 
and what they did on Dynamite was essentially the same bit. Exactly. And just then a quick why, just a quick promo hmm. talking the same shit and then that was it. I think the Impact promo was way better than the Dynamite promo. Mm-hmm. I dig the Miami Vice aesthetic and I like how he's doubled the amount of broom girls now. For no reason. And he's now coming out of the heel tunnel. I could do without any of the broom girls. But I do like uh, that when they announce him now, when he was coming from Impact, and they're like, and he flew back from Impact over North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Like they just always shoehorn it in. Yeah, exactly. The scenic route over North Carolina. It was really good. So that's that's my favorite part about his entrance right now. Do you want me to tell you the backstory behind that? That, or from what I've heard, the backstory yeah, sure. is. Hit me with it. Apparently, Michael Jackson. No, so, um, not Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. <laughs> North Carolina. I don't know if this is right or not, okay. but apparently, he used to get announced as from North Carolina. So ah, Kenny's pretty much saying he's the goat. Right. Okay. It's a, he's the MJ. Yeah. It's a. Ah. I mean, I never saw MJ. I mean, I've never seen a basketball match in my life, but I'm imagining Michael Jordan didn't crack someone with a mic and then dunk, but <laughs> who knows? I don't know. He's pretty fiery when it goes. Have you watched that documentary? The... I have not. Yeah. I could not care less. It's very good. Even if you're not a basketball man, it's a very good one to kind of get into the mind of a champion, so to speak. Like he... I don't need to. I'm already there. <laughs> well, God damn you. <laughs> that, is, that is true. You have won one thing. I'm undefeated. In your life. Yeah. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep forgetting to message you back whenever there's a new tournament. Yeah. Or just being, oh sorry man, I'm busy. I can't can't uh we can't put the belt on the line. I've what are you, you've already watched it? Oh sorry, we can't bet now the results are already skewed. Yeah, well, you know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing somebody ducking me. And you know what else I know is that there's about to be another little tournament. Within a few mere days, it's New Japan USA's Super J Cup. What about that, Travis? Mini tournament. It's all I mean, on the line. I'll just call Ghetto and ask him what's happening. <laughs> Go call him personally. Yep. It's gonna. Well, Cobb already got me the hookup, so I don't need to go through Cobb anymore. All right. Let's have a look at this. Let's see who's in it. We'll just call the winner each right now. It's on the table. Sure. All right, let's have a look. I mean, I'm definitely winning again based on the performance last time. <laughs> okay. So these are the entrants. Do you want to do me a favour and hold that phone away from the microphone? <laughs> Why? Oh, because you can't see it? No, I could hear it. I could hear the... Oh, really? Oh. Now it's gone. It's not coming through mine. That's interesting. Interesting. Anyway. Um, okay. So in the tournament, we have... <laughs> Clark Connors versus Chris Bay. We have ACH, yes, of Impact fame, potential future Impact champion, Chris Bay. We have former WWE employee ACH versus former WWE employee TJP. We have former Lucha Underground superstar Ray Horace versus current GCW superstar Blake Christian. We've got El Phantasmo versus Leo Rush. I don't know if you've seen Leo Rush's videos lately, but they have been fire. I thought he was retiring. He was, but then he found 
passion for the sport <laughs> after a match with Joey Janela. <laughs> so he wrestled one match outside of WWE. And then he was like, oh, match. I and forgot like, this is great. <laughs> That's what, exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> Straight up. And then he's like releasing his own videos and he's in New Japan, he's in GCW. He's brought back the Blackheart persona. He did this sick video for that. You should watch it. It's really cool. I might give it a whirl, yeah. Yeah. So speaking of promos, I'm excited here, to get into Dynamite because I think that might have been my. Sorry, we have we have gone off the rails one and uh, well yeah, and truly. Right. Hear I me out. To, uh, Do we restart? <laughs> no, we'll come back to. That. Are you picking but, a winner for this tournament right now? Name no, off the I top. Of do here. my research. No, you mean you've got to cheat. I, I, I'll put myself in. I was going to say I, I won't go airplane mode because then I won't be able to do my sweet sweet research. But uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll 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 gentlemen's agreement. Much like Kenny Omega and John Moxley, I won't call Ghetto. Okay, then. Well, it starts tomorrow, so I'm sure we'll both forget. <laughs> I'll be at work and we won't do this. So <laughs> there you go. Um, let's rewind to Dynamite. We went off the rails well and truly. Sorry, everybody. So so you've got the lineup there. Let's, let's, rewind to, let's rewind all the way to Winter is Coming, to mm. that, that episode, because that episode was awesome. And it made us all very pumped about what was to come. Yeah, it was pretty good. Like, we got spoiled for pretty much everything because I kept forgetting that uh, spoilers existed. So every time I opened my phone, I got dogged time and time again. But very, very cool show. Uh, What was the first big thing that happened? Um, There was that opening tag match between Young Bucks and someone. I think it was pretty good. I can't remember. Um, the well, the first big thing that happened would have been Sting. Yeah. So the the main things to happen on that show were the Battle Royal, Sting, uh, the, and yeah. and the thing. Anything else doesn't really matter, but they're the yeah. they're the main moments. I actually I've seen some people sling some shit at it again. I thought this was the best Battle Royal they've done by far. Mm-hmm. I didn't I see it. that I many watches. Um, it was definitely pretty messy production-wise at the beginning. Uh, people getting eliminated that I had no idea had been eliminated because they were too busy focusing on Scorpio Sky and Sean Spears still. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the Hangman stuff, the Matt Hardy stuff, uh, Jungle Boy and Sammy on the apron was amazing. Yeah, they they, they did a real good job of fleshing out rivalries for everybody within the match, giving everybody a little shine there, and even bringing some of the stuff that's more been like dark stuff into the forefront, you know? I don't don't watch dark. I watch entirely too much wrestling, and I just can't add more AEW to that thing. And it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting to kind of hear about those little side stories that are going on and stuff. I do like as well that on Dynamite when... When you're at about the three-quarter mark, you get the dark results along the, like the bottom mm-hmm. in that little thing. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm, I'm like, oh, Brian Pillman Jr. is wrestling for them. Look forward to seeing him in the future, that kind of thing. Yeah, and then you did. And then I did. Last <laughs> um, I also like how they've started doing the uh, colors. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's for every match, but they'll have like Kenny Omega in purple, John Moxley in black. A little pop-up. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Anyway, so yeah, so Battle like Royal, I thought it was pretty cool. I really hope Hangman joins the Dark Order. That would be amazing. Did you and like? Uh, did you like uh, his skit with the Dark Order this week? Yes. So he's at the good. bar and they pop up. He's like, "How long have you guys been there?" They've been like seven days. Seven days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man. even that, if he doesn't join the Dark Order, I like he. I, 
I like him with uh, Silver and Reynolds. That's how he needs to get his confidence back, is uh, just hanging out with some boys who genuinely love him. Yeah. The Dark ex- Order. Exactly right. That's what, that's what as as uh, our recent stint to EPW, spoilers for a future podcast, mm-hmm. proved, cults are always the best thing about wrestling. Yeah, exactly. We're down with the children. Um, so oh, that's almost stink. a segue. I'm not going to go into that. We're not going to touch on that. No. Uh, <laughs> we're doing a terrible job of focusing on these things. And then uh, what did you think of the Sting stuff? I thought it was really cool. I've never been like a super Sting fan or anything. You're more of the WCW guy than me. So what was it like for you seeing him roll out? Wow, that dude looks old. <laughs> he does. I reckon he could have uh, nah, been he, a jet uh, black dye, wouldn't have gone astray. Some black dye, you thought? Yeah. I mean, it's the, th- the thing that weirded me out about it most wasn't like he he looks pretty good for his age. I mean, he's what sixty one and looks ripped. He, he looks, he's I mean, like than fitness looks so much better than when he was in WWE. And yeah. when he appeared, uh, this guy in my Twitter feed shared a picture of him and Sting at the um, Double or Nothing uh, meet and greets. You know, and him next oh. to Sting, and I'm like. That Sting doesn't look like this Sting. He looked like an old man in that, like because he'd yeah. just been injured and wasn't working out and stuff. He looked very small and and not healthy. And then now he's he's looking pretty good, man. I mean, he as much as he can, I do, and he's well thirty years older. Than me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but no, the weird, he just uh, his hair looks blue because of all the weird lighting that mm. that kept catching my eye and distracting me. I don't know why. Anyway, that like that theme song, I thought. AEW's music, uh, I've been pretty uh, eh on it so far for the most part. I thought that theme was very cool. Yeah, I liked all I the imagery thought, too, like all the ice mm. and then the snow blowing and all that kind of stuff. I thought that's uh, really cool. All those people super disappointed that Glacier didn't come out instead. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, one of them. But uh, I thought it was very cool. He's He's been rumoured to appear since his contract came up mm. and everyone was kind of like, oh, nah, he's didn't, he didn't appear at the pay-per-view. Um, like probably not going to happen. He can't wrestle anyway. Who like guess it's not happening. And then I don't know why he didn't pop back into my head for Winter is Coming. But there you go. Now it, I um, felt like it was a pretty well kept secret. I mean, I don't I don't go uh, out looking for news. Uh, so for the most part, I didn't super expect it. Well, I did do a better job on, avoiding spoilers than you, but I did have the title match spoil for me like in advance. Yeah, I got spoil busting and the title match. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's a uh, AW. No leaks. There was that like one set of leaks from uh, like a guy who then went back to NXT, and then I think that's been it. Yeah, I think as well. Uh, he did like the entire segment. Like even though he didn't speak, he he carries this like gravitas mm-hmm. with him, and like all his stare downs and all that felt like they meant a lot, and it yeah. felt like a really big moment. So. I enjoyed it. It made, it made the me past, pretty excited. The yeah. present and the, the future. future. Exactly. Which, uh, which, when we get to that, uh, when we get to the current week's promo, we'll touch on. But yeah. that new promo was pretty sick. Exactly. And um, then, uh, then, what did you actually think of the Kenny Moxley match itself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was good, but it was not what I was kind of expecting it to be. Yeah. I, I was kind of wondering will Kenny um and like Kenny I'm starting to the I'm starting to kind of see what some of his detractors say like I think a really really good Kenny match determined like depends on his opponent as well. 
Um, I'm definitely a big fan, but uh, like I don't know. I, I don't know if they just have quite the chemistry that I, some other people have had. I think that is a bit more. I would say that statement's more relevant to Moxley than to Kenny for me. I, yeah. I, I've oh, seen definitely him, both. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Moxley have some really good matches, like in the last year or whatever since he's been yeah. champion. But You're it a is big always fan of Brody, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, it like it has really depended on. It. I did enjoy the match. I thought it was good, and I really enjoyed mm. the ending of the match more so. Yes, I felt like the whole thing could have been shorter. Like, yeah, and it like wouldn't have the, taken away from anybody in any way. You know. All that initial out of the ring shit, like yeah. the cut, like the first five minutes out of it, like, or like two minutes from when they went out of the ring the first time, and then cut like about five minutes out of it, and then you're good. Um, you know what? What I don't like as well. I think whenever the hero, which is what Moxley was in this, stops was the pin to go and like do some bullshit then it's like you're uh, not trying to win. And I liked yeah. the bar fight. I thought they did it really cool, but I thought just don't even, like, go for it or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, well, it, yeah. No, see, I, I disagree. I think that could have been a really cool segment where you piss the baby face off so much that he forgets himself. Which he and can, then, but and I think that's what they were going for, but I don't think it came off that way. I didn't, no, I didn't buy into it, no. I didn't think Moxley had gotten angry enough to get there. Um, but yeah, like once, once they actually started, like I thought the match got really good from that point. Yeah. Like everything same. before it, I was kind of a bit bummed out, especially could have just I, started the match with that <laughs> and then yeah. just got to there and then yeah, it just Moxley, be, be like a real screw job. You know, it's yeah. like Moxley comes out, interrupts his theme song because he's pissed off at, uh, kind of being dogged yeah. last week and attacked. Mm-hmm. Comes um, out with two who, chairs and just sits them down and it's like, let's do this kind of thing. Like, yeah, that exactly. Would have been pretty cool. But that would have been a sick intro. Um, but like, what did me as well was they kept to advertise, and I probably hyped myself up for this as well. I probably just got played because um, I w- was listening to Tony Khan do a bunch of interviews in preparation, and I heard about the whole if it goes past and out like the TV time, TNT going to stick with it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit, like maybe this is going to be a massive big wrestling epic. Nope. <laughs> they they do always uh, say that though. They always say like, and we're with this one through the duration kind of thing. Or do they mean? No, it's or does TV that time mean? Remaining. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. So if they if they don't make it by TV finish, then the match is a draw kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so but that's what I mean. They were going to stick with it. So I was like, shit, maybe this is going to be a big like kind of epic match. And then it starts and it's meh. Um, I do think like the end sequence where they were slapping the shit out of each other in those chairs, the whole um, Moxley paradigm shifting him into the heater uh, was pretty brutal. And then um, he saw then... the getting angry and, and sick of waiting thing pretty well there. Yeah. And then I thought Don played his part like perfectly. And then uh, Kenny's sort of like how bloodthirsty he was once he got him, and then, like, oh. all the V-triggers just one after the other after the other, and then, like, finishing it uh, was good. Uh, like, I, I enjoyed I it. Yeah. I For a brief second, I thought, is Moxley going to kick out of the one-winged angel? Yeah. No. But I'm imagining now, now that he's started calling attention to it, uh, flashing forward to this week's promo, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for that hangman kick out, mate. You reckon he's going <laughs> to be the one? 
either him or the only other person that would make sense for it would be would be the forbidden door opens and Coda comes in, mm, exactly. and he kicks out again. Oh, uh, this, yeah. There's surely no way that's going to happen. Um, I I think they but I think you're right. They're setting up for like a big run for Kenny, and they're talking about all the belt collector stuff. Um, no, that got me. Super hyped. Anyway, oh, sorry. We, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves again. The end to the match. Mm-hmm. Microphone pop, uh-huh. one-winged angel, V-triggers, he runs out of the arena. See you on Tuesday night. I love the run Dynamite out of the is arena. Wednesday night. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it. Um, but <laughs> I, So I thought it was pretty cool. But then the whole, like, we've been planning this for 27 years. Uh, like, it's like, all right, so you, Don Callis was always going to run in expecting John Moxley to... They played John Moxley so well that he... Um, they got him to... <laughs> Paradigm Kenny outside, like, possibly legitimately injuring him. <laughs> oh, I, I, think, I don't think they mean that exact turn of events. I think the more meant that they were always going to have each other's back because he was talking about how... Who do you think was behind, you know, Kenny having the match with Jericho and turning the thing and getting the title in Japan? Like, he's just playing it like they're always working together and politicking behind the scenes kind of thing. Yeah, it's just the whole the golden screw job. And I was just like, oh, what, this opportunity that presented itself in about five minutes, if that, okay, no worries. <laughs> anyway, They're heels. That's uh, what they do. They claim credit for, for, for chance and luck. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, so, yeah, what did you think of, so of the match overall, mm-hmm. too long? Uh, it was fine. Like, I... I did think it went on a little bit too much, and then, like you said, once it once it picked up speed, like once the bar fight happened on the chairs and all that stuff through the ending, I loved. It just got a bit sort of draggy, and like I was saying, you could just cut a minute out of it or whatever, you know, and just uh, do it. Because when you're going to do a massive match like that, you kind of, I guess, expect it to be sort of championship quality, even though it's a TV TV match. And not that it wasn't, like, but, you know. It was definitely you, a good match, but mm-hmm. I just, maybe I just had higher expectations than I should have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then obviously it is a TV match, so, and they knew it was going to end in bullshit, so it'd be saving stuff as well. Did you like it more than their, like, death match that they had? Like, I feel like, uh, I, feel like no. I like the ending way better. Yeah, I, um... I mean, I uh, I think I like the death match more. Uh, in like going into the death match, like watching the death match back in retrospect, it makes sense. The Moxley one, he was just the guy who was willing to go that little bit further, and he was in his own element. This was just kind of like, yeah, it's cool. I'm more excited for where it leads than it as a jumping off point. Or yeah. It itself, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it definitely worked. I mean. Mm. We all tuned into Impact and checked it out, so that's something we'll watch that whole show, you know? That uh that Twitch stream, I was watching it live and that Twitch stream was uh gone mental. <laughs> oh really? I, I didn't watch it on Twitch, I because I was work or whatever. And then in the afternoon by then it was just on the Impact Plus app, so I just watched it on my TV. Oh yeah. Like, so it's not live, I, but but it like ran fine. Because I'm a office desk man, I just had my phone sitting on the screen, so I was listening to it and Popping my head down to it every now and then. Not the best. While way working, watch, yeah. Hope I, I, uh, I multitask all the time. 
<laughs> I listen to things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's much the same as listening to a podcast while entering data. Yeah, I was just doing boring spreadsheets. I didn't need to pay attention to those. Yeah, exactly. It's only a very champion on the business. podcast. Champion the spreadsheets. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to pay attention. <laughs> he's a he's a cha- he's a champion the streets and a champion the sheets. The spreadsheets. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Forever alone. <laughs> um. But yeah, and but then yeah. Impact was a good show. I thought I was surprised to not see the Good Brothers on it. But being mm. COVID what it is, maybe they couldn't be there or maybe they're saving that up, you know? And it made me think, oh, maybe we see some impact guys on Dynamite or whatever. But it did not yeah. happen. I mean, I'm imagining that's coming, um, but just not yet, I guess. Uh, like, they still haven't revealed who attacked Moxley yes. a couple of weeks back. Mm-hmm. For the contract signing, like surely that's coming in eventually. Yeah. Um, maybe they were supposed to reveal that sooner, but maybe like I'm still wondering: Are they going the mini Bullet Club reunion? Mm-hmm. Kenny reunites, or Kenny comes in with Carl um, Anderson and yeah. Luke, and then because of COVID shit, they couldn't bring him in yet. Maybe don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have thought. Yeah, it, it seemed like it was fairly recently put together because you would have thought that they'd have stacked the impact card a little bit more. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, and you also thought that they would have stacked the dynamite card a little bit more as well because mm. that dynamite was a bit meh. Yeah. But, Again, um, like impact. like a good episode, but but not by good, far the best. And I would have like, thought a bit more coming off the heels of all that stuff. The talk of wrestling town, <laughs> like I would have thought you kind of go real hard for these two shows in particular, like yeah. how many more people are kind of coming to impact because of like all the AEW people, like their mm. Twitch streams are apparently like 1500 people normally 15 to 2000 people. Yeah. This, it was at 50,000 a couple of times when I looked down, I wasn't keeping a close eye on it every now and then I was like, Oh no, many people are watching. It was it's that like big a boost. Yeah. Holy <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Did, did AEW do them a solid or what? Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's crazy. But, um, yeah, I, I liked see in. I, I probably enjoyed the Impact card, match card, mm-hmm. more than AEW. If yeah. they were in an arena like AEW, I think it'd be even better. Yeah, yeah. But some of those AER, TNA promos, sorry, Impact promos though, like Tommy Dreamer, being like, uh, you can get away with murder. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny though. That was like, but yeah, okay. So answer me this. Uh, let's scrap away everything we know about the thing now. That Impact episode happens. Dynamite happens. Travis has the book. What does he change to finish that episode strong? Which episode? Dynamite. Or, sorry, Dynamite. Impact Don't worry about Impact. Dynamite. Impact would be what it is. Uh, so it's exactly the same. It's now Dynamite. All the same stuff is happening, but you're affecting the Kenny stuff. So what do you do so it doesn't feel samey like just coming in, it was funny doing the the chopper and the intro, but essentially cutting a similar promo to what um what he speaking, already did. You know sorry, what I'm speak, saying. Speaking of the chopper, did you notice they cut away from a two person helicopter? Don Callis ran in and pretended to be getting out of the back. Yes, <laughs> I was like, that was so fucking stupid. I know it was funny. There was so much stupid stuff that made me laugh really hard on this dynamite. Which yeah, we'll get to, but um. Oh, I don't even know. Like, I haven't really thought about it. It was just, 
Oh, you uh we have news. Um we have news for you. Uh is is Moxley We have on no there? news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We have uh, the you, same news that you, we had on yeah. on Impact. We'll, yeah. we'll explain everything on Tuesday. They explain a decent amount on Impact and that promo I thought was pretty cool, the whole golden sheik angle, uh-huh. which I've heard them talk about before yeah. on an episode of Talk like Jericho. Life, um then yeah, the collector angle. I thought I was like, holy shit! I was so hyped after that impact promo. I thought that'd be so cool if they could get a bunch of other people on board, like NWA. He beats. I'm guessing Aldis has the belt at the moment. Yeah. Um. He goes in and steals that belt. Yeah. He has the AAA title, uh-huh. which does he still have really, the AAA no one, title? Or did Ray? Ninety-nine percent sure he does. Yeah. Okay. Because he he mentioned it in um he mentioned it in the impact promo, but it, like no one was seemed to really be paying attention to it. Like he's already a double champ, yeah. Because um, he's had that belt for ages, I think. Um, and then he went and he's he's wrestling. Uh, I think Laredo Kid soon, isn't he? Uh, is he's he? wrestling someone. Maybe so maybe uh, maybe he's the current champion. I'm just having a quick look, a uh, quick Google to see who the current. Oh, squeeze. Anyway, yeah. So oh, that, no, no, that, Kenny that whole... Omega is still the champion. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. He um, should be yeah, carrying that belt around already. Then he's yeah, he's got it. Um, he's he's won. He's defended on Dynamite, I think. Too I know, Phoenix. and he's come out with it before, but he should yeah. already be carrying it around. I know, carry it around, do uh, the Naito and double yeah. champ everywhere. Exactly, start um, bringing him in. But but then imagine, yeah, he just he goes over to NWA, takes that one. He goes, I don't even know where else is available. Like, does he turn up in GCW? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, how far does Tony Khan? want to take this and who else wants to open the doors and start kind of playing into this storyline because surely who does it hurt? Yeah. No one except WWE. Well, ha- how about how about this? So let, let's rewind. Say the promo hasn't happened on Impact yet. So I'm going to rewind to to the Impact. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is my idea based on what theirs is that I'm making up on the spot right now. Mm. So they run out, you'll see us on Impact on Tuesday kind of thing. The episode kicks off. Um, it's it's exactly like it is. It has the Tony thing, which is pretty funny and condescending. I enjoyed. I'm surprised to see him on camera, though, because he said he wasn't going to do that. So um, I don't think he necessarily needs to be like on TV, like a Vince McMahon-type character. But I, I agree. I liked, I think, I liked the angle that the only thing that can like kind of drag him out from out the back is... Like something massive like this happening. Yeah, because it's actually it's like it's pissed him off and so and little sled just like I'll just go buy that place because he's like annoyed about it. The uh, Tony Tony um yeah I uh, I called one match and then retired for eighteen years. Yeah yeah that was that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Um, sorry I completely forgot he um he snubbed Rich Swan in the car park. Oh well, there you go. So that that's where I'm going. There I'm getting go. to a belt. So but what I would do is mm. um I would. Instead of having the promo at the end, I'd have it in the middle. So I'd have Rich Swan's backstage, and then he can't get in, and then it goes out to halfway through the thing at the half at uh, the one hour point. Josh Matthews is like, "I've got to excuse myself from announcing. I, they want to see me right now. They want to see me early, and so he has to le- in put the down his of match. In, no in the middle of the like in the middle of the show." Okay. Imagine that though, in the middle of that uh, t- in the middle of that tag match, they cut early from the match. Okay, so that still works too. So okay, so in the middle of that match, uh, 
Josh Matthews is like, sorry, Madison, you're going to have to finish the rest of this match. Uh, they're calling me right now. She's like, what do you mean they're calling you right now? It's like, I've got to go. Uh, Don Callis and that need me right now. And he like goes. And then you see him run out. But the but the stuff with Rich Swan had happened earlier. And so meanwhile, he goes out and... Um, and has has like a like runs off. The match finishes, and like it's just finishing, and then like the, it cuts into the interview. They're talking about it and all that stuff. Um, oh no, no, I like it better being in the middle of the show. You fuck me up, Travis. So mm-hmm. that happens in the middle. Rich one has been snubbed. He's going to be having a match that night, and it's supposed to be in a tag thing. But basically, as his music hits the ring, he comes in, does his big dance and stuff. All the guys are there. Suddenly, music hits and Don Callis comes out and he's like, yeah, yeah. He's just like, this is actually not going to happen. This match is off. And they're like, what do you mean? And they're like, you'll actually be versing the AEW champion, Kenny Omega, in a title versus title situation. And takes the title from him that night. Just like, boom. And then it's just like, and now he's a double champion and he's going to keep doing this. Kind of thing, and then when he arrives on AEW, he's already got the Impact title. He's just taken them both. Oh. I feel like that may be uh, too soon, yeah. personally. Maybe, or maybe it's the All perfect right. amount of soonness. I feel like I'm going to steal your idea and mold it <laughs> into my own. We're just in full uh, fantasy booking mode now. He, um, oh, like I'm imagining because he's Don Callis. Oh, he oh corrupt, oh. Uh, corrupt as corrupt can be. Mm-hmm. He's an EVP. Kenny can just keep showing up on Impact almost as if he prefers Impact to AEW going mm-hmm. forward because his buddy Don is the boss, mm-hmm. even though Kenny is an EVP at AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess he's burned all his bridges there. But he, uh-huh. he keeps snubbing Swan. Um, they interrupt Swan's match. I mean, you'd kind of have to have... Uh, I know they were pushing like a feud in that tag match specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but even there you go. Um, they don't even get to resolve that match and then Moose gets pissed as well because his uh yeah it's like, like it's like the feed to the match gets cut off by yeah. this interview and they're like we're out of and time for this match nobody wins we're going to this important interview and it's like them talking and they they're like in the ring like what the hell's going on and like it's just like this is way more important than even yeah. your like end of night match yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. who cares who cares about your match title man that's setting up your title defense with your challenger yeah. the real champion is here yeah, and then you've got uh, Rich Swan and Moose and everyone else starting to get shitty at Kenny. Yeah, Kenny doesn't even still doesn't give a fuck. Just I'm and they try to go to the bus and it's a little bit more forceful. But they're like, I'm gonna go talk to him, and there's like lots of security guys, and they won't let him. Fast forward to Carl Dynamite. Anderson oh, comes out. Carl Anderson comes out. What's he doing? Leave my buddy Kenny alone. Oh, okay. So the good brothers are there to to stop it, and everyone's like, oh. But then you fast forward to Dynamite, and then what if they're in the ring cutting that promo, and then Rich Swan comes out and it's like, I won't be disrespected in my own house, so I've come to yours. You talk Mm. about taking belts, we'll do it right now, but then he loses. I mean, I still think it's too soon. Is there such a thing as too soon in this era where we don't need to sell tickets? Yes, because... Mm. uh, how, how, How long... Do they want to drag this story I suppose out? Like, Impact uh, don't want to bury Rich Swan. I do, because right. I personally don't care about him at all. So, <laughs> uh, Well, no, but like, yeah, so your, all your homegrown talent is completely obliterated by um, 
like one guy from another rival corporation. You got to benefit both imp, uh, both promotions mm-hmm. and then more promotions going forward as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine just an entire legion of wrestling staff across how many promotions all hating this one man. Literally, the champion going around defending his lot in each territory again. Mm-hmm. Like the most hated KSR. man in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, America. exactly. Maybe maybe they they want to build it up and they have him like defending it like against lower card guys and like burying them, but on like other shows and stuff. So they get the opportunity to have other dudes in their promotion wrestle Kenny, but it's all also like kind of like an insult, like as he's as he's doing it, you know. I mean, does he even wrestle much anymore? I don't know. He I said, mean, he said he, he because he, he's seven star Kenny again. Mm-hmm. Like lower card people aren't worthy of seven car seven star Kenny. Yeah, maybe he just keeps talking shit until like the local champion is like, "Well, you keep talking all this. I'll I'll defend it," and then it's just like it happens that way, sort of thing. That that would be very cool if someone called him out. He shows up and takes their belt. Yeah, that's that's probably the way they'll go. Like, Rich Swan is already feeling disrespected, and so you can kind of see next yeah. week him just being like, who's this guy think he is or whatever? If he's got something to say, he can say it to my face, music hits, and then it's like... And then he calls out the next promotion. Oh, yeah, Kenny wins, calls out the next promotion afterwards. I'm imagining there's going to be some sort of fuckery, and then he hits the one-winged angel. He's like, no one kicks out a one-winged angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets the, the, most un- the most unstoppable move in sports entertainment. <laughs> I hate how they say winged. It annoys me. How, how they say what? Sorry, winged. Surely oh, the man. correct way to say it is winged, right? I don't know. I mean, we are Australian. Now I'm starting to think I'm wrong. I'm words. instantly doubting myself. <laughs> <laughs> I say the one winged angel, and to me that sounds correct. So, yeah, I don't know. I do like how he's essentially become just a Final Fantasy villain now. I mean, it's it seems like the role he's wanted to play forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just wanted he's to be a, Sephiroth Roth the entire time, so... Yeah, he's a pretty... Like, I've seen this described. He, he is a bit of an average face promo, but, man, what a what a heel promo. Mm. Nah, he, he's... So exactly. He, anyway. He, like, earned face status in New Japan. He was a dick for so long that you couldn't help but love him. But when he comes in as just supposed to be the best ever and everybody's supposed to love him without having that history. It doesn't really work. So it was always going to go this way. Like, he kind of has to do it the same way because he's so good at being a dickhead. Yeah, so, so good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Either way, though, I I have faith. I I think it's going to play out. I feel like it's an interesting storyline. And, you know, it can be easy in wrestling to be impatient. Like, if it was up to me, I would have already had all that stuff happen, which is why I'm not booking wrestling, you know. You've got to wait. You've got to watch it play out. It will it always builds to the main pay-per-views, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, like, I reckon yeah. Impact's oh. next pay what, what do you reckon? Over, under? Revolution. Impact's next pay-per-view. Kenny's holding an Impact title or at least wrestling on their card. Or is... Um, is or vice the, versa is with he, the next... Is he, is he fighting the next champion at Revolution mm. is an impact guy on a AEW card. Mm. There's a very real potential for that. Um, yeah, I see I don't I I don't think they want to take it too quick, mm-hmm. but I also was pretty pissed off. And I guess it's exactly what they were going for is like 
all right, uh, we're blowing you away on Tuesday. You just wait until we tell you on what, what we tell you on Wednesday, and then nothing. We're and telling like, you more of the same shit because we're dickheads that like talking about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it achieves what it needs to. But I feel like you can't. It just got me unhyped. He, he can't be talking about all that title collection and not do any of it. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he's started talking about it, so it has to, at least one one more title has to come into fruition pretty quick for it to hold any weight. Yeah. I would think that's probably going to be the Impact title. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine... I mean, so he's, he has two, but he's had the AAA one for so long that people just don't seem to care about it anyway. Including um, him, apparently. I would imagine someone else, maybe someone else sees what's happening and goes, ha, huh, like, uh, Kenny showing up on Impact... Like, let him turn up here, mm-hmm. see what happens. And then he turns up and bang, gone. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I... Especially with the working relationship they have with NWA now, by the looks of it, mm. with um, like well, Thunder Rosa and the, all the time, yeah. NWA title. Maybe that's the next one, the NWA women's title. Maybe he's uh, going to start bringing <laughs> in intergender wrestling. Takes, he's, takes he's out... Uh, Serena Deeb. You Deeb, said yeah. Serena Deeb was the transitional champion. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Didn't know it was to Kenny Omega, but there, there we are. Yeah. I think um, 20, yeah. 2019, uh, what's her name? Um, Tessa Blanchard wins the men's title for the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, 2020, Kenny. Goes Kenny both ways. Goes both ways. Um, thoughts on, I, I know it was before you were watching, but this is very similar to an impact storyline that has already happened. Um, but it happened a little bit, a little bit more naturally. Like, Austin Aries was the belt collector before he kind of finished up with Impact. But that kind of just happened naturally. He had was just multiple indie champions like at the same time, and he just started bringing all the belts everywhere he went and like taking yeah. them onto Impact TV and stuff. So he was known as the belt collector. He had like 12 or 13 at one point, like kind of, <laughs> kind of thing like that. He, he had heaps of them, eh? So they're kind of hinting at something like that, but I doubt it'll get that extreme, you know? I think it'll yeah. just be... You know, a couple like like the ones he mentioned. Really, AW one. It could even be secondary titles. Like you could see him maybe pick up the X Division one as well from Impact. You know, stuff like that. The TNA title off most. There's a few different ones. I mean, Impact. imagine him taking both, and then they have to uh, oust Don Callis from an EVP position to get him back. Yeah, and vacate the titles. Mm-hmm. Or. Probably not. <laughs> but surely somebody... Like, they're not going to just give them to him and not have one of their guys beat him eventually, you know? There's got to be a bit of give and take. Yeah. But either way, you'd have to think that this entire thing has been pretty successful because we've been talking about it for about 45 minutes. And so that's exactly what they want, yeah. right? Exactly, yeah. I'm keen to see where it goes. I just, like... I was so hyped after the Impact promo. I, mm-hmm. The belt collector angle, I thought, holy crap, like, that'd be... Did you think Moxley was going to be on I've the seen. episode? No. No. Not really. Mm-hmm. Like I know he's like his um, wife's pregnant now. I imagined he was going to be taking some time. Yeah, uh, I imagine he's coming back with a vengeance real mm-hmm. soon. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know when that's going to be. Yeah, he might um, might take that as an opportunity to cool his jets for a while. I wonder as well if he surely he's showing up to Wrestle Kingdom. Well, that's what I was going to say. He holds the New Japan US title, so mm-hmm. I wonder whether he's going there to drop it and do the right thing. TK has announced that he won't be there. But, I mean... It's the wrestling business. Everybody lies all yeah, the time. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, well, I, I kind of hope he'll be there. I'd like to see that happen. I'd like to see Kenta versus Moxley at Wrestle Kingdom. Do you think he's dropping the belt to Kenta, though? Kenta's got the briefcase. 
That's what I mean, though. Do you yeah. see Kenta beating Moxley? Well, I, I see whoever Moxley versus beating him. Otherwise, he's going to have it for like another year because the USA ain't fixing that COVID shit anytime soon. And he's pretty busy or, with AEW. They need to get it off him. Or does Moxley hang around in New Japan for a while? There's no way. No way? I reckon it's one and done. Like, he's got to go back to AEW. There's no way they're going to just let him just, like, be hanging out for months in Japan. Also, he's got a baby on the way and stuff. I doubt he's even going to want to. Oh, yeah, that's a fair point. But, uh, no, I was thinking more he um, he disappears from AEW TV so that he can make the comeback. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I think he will for a few weeks, but, he's, but he's like a Cody level weeks, the, not like a months. Yeah, he's carried the company on his back for a while. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> but, no, uh, he, he's been good. I, I would call his run a success, especially in what is a very weird time. Yeah, I did laugh out loud when he said uh, in his promo before the Winter is Coming match where he said, he's like, I took them in my hand and I bitch slapped them. <laughs> I legitimately laughed. Um Oh, what else was there? Uh, should we just talk about the rest of the di- of the new dynamite? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the the other stuff to say, I guess we we'd probably want to touch on would be Sting and his uh, interaction with Cody, which I enjoyed. I thought I like I always like it when it's a bit sort of inside baseball and they're sort of having fun in the ring, and you know, yeah. it seemed like he sort of ambushed Tony Schiavone a little bit, and it was like nice, you know. And like when he hugged Cody and stuff like that, and the, calling him kid and saying he's not here for him, and yeah, I was like, is he throwing shade at Darby for stealing his gimmick, saying it seems really familiar? Because he, he was <laughs> Darby, because I think Darby paints half his face to symbolise his dead dad, doesn't he? Well, his his dead uncle, yeah. So uncle. Okay. he when he was like real young, uh, his uncle was an alcoholic and he took him for a drive, like Darby for a drive when he was like five or something and they were in a car crash together. And his uncle died in that car crash like next to him. Yeah, um, I don't know if he was five actually. I can't I can't say the age. I can't Young. remember. Listen yeah. to any Darby Allen interview and, it, and you'll hear about it. Um, yeah, but, yeah. but he, cool. uh, but yeah, and he, it's not, not his like uncle's, like his dead uncle. It's the part of him that died in that. Yeah, in that car crash. In that car accident, yeah. Exactly. But I felt like Sting was even doing it sort of in like a a, a nice way, in a sense. Yeah. Like, look at him go. I, I like it, see, kind of thing. Yeah, like an I approving way. something familiar in you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, or speaking of, holy shit, that Derby promo earlier in the day. It was great, like, wasn't uh, it? Some of his promos have been a bit hit and miss for me. It's just kind of like... Uh, hi, I'm Darby Allen, and welcome to Jackass. But it's like more like Wild Boys, I guess. Than yeah, Jackass. Yeah. Um, but that um, that ink blot thing, I think he's cool. done it twice now, and uh, or maybe I just saw a bit of it on Insta before the show. I don't remember um, seeing it before, but maybe. It did. Yeah, I must have seen it on his Insta or something like that. But I didn't see the sting part. Yeah, man, God, that promo was fucking great. <laughs> it was killer, wasn't it? Yeah. And then uh, Sting, and he just laughs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like in a maniacal yeah. kind of way. He's and, uh, Darby Allen's so original, man. Like he's, I mean, maybe not original because there's aspects of different things, but he's carved out his own thing and continues to create a very unique, uh, a unique, yeah, a unique presence for sure. Hmm. I love uh, his jacket with the thumbtacks on. Yeah, that is pretty cool. <laughs> Just got to defend himself with his own jacket. Yeah, now. yeah, it's cool. Um, what did you think of the? Uh, what did you think of the uh, possibility? Or what did you think of Cody and Sting's interactions? Because I know a lot of people were like, oh, Cody has to inject himself into everything. And I was like, he's 
he was the douchebag who literally was inserting himself into nothing and being told, I'm not here for you. Like, yeah. That was the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, Sting has uh, in- inserted himself into Cody's shit multiple times. And yeah. I think as well, like, there's history there. Like, like Dusty was Sting's, like, boss for ages. You know what I mean? Like, Cody's le- mm. legitimately known him his whole life. Of course he's going to have interactions with him. Because yeah, the whole Arn thing as well was yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what I was thinking, though, is... Uh, does Cody just get uh, more pissed off and more pissed off, and does this push him towards the Four Horsemen? <laughs> Is this Speaking where it's going? Endorse, I mean, potentially, right? Um, the Sting's had a lot of run-ins with the Four Horsemen in the past. He has, he has indeed. I think, and and you could even you could definitely see it as the reason as well, because it's like, well, this worked before; <laughs> it's going to work again. Um, I would be interested in it. I'd be interested in like. Faces battling together, um, or or like full heel turn for Cody. Cody's a great bad guy. Like when he's being a bad guy, he's like such a great dickhead. So, I mean, uh, even when he's been a good guy in recent months, he's been a douche. <laughs> yeah, kind of dickish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I I like whatever he does. So I th- I think whatever it is, it will be great. Uh, do you him, think Sting will wrestle? Him, uh, his, sorry, just mm-hmm. as an example of him being a massive dick in the greatest way possible, mm-hmm. him coming out and interrupting Taz. Yeah. When Taz was kind of having his little filibuster and uh, he came out in like with the headphones on and shit. That yeah, was great. Yeah. I like that. I also like the stuff they're doing with Taz's son as well mm-hmm. uh, and the, the team Taz growing and, and all that and like where, where Cody crossed that <laughs> line or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Brian K. He's got J. To, he's got to get one in every time. <laughs> all he's allowed to say. Yeah, that's, that's all he's allowed. Ricky Stark's been on TV for two days and he's cutting full promos. <laughs> Brian Cage is just allowed to say that. But, you know, it's more than Hobbs um, says. Hobbs just gets that, you know, smirk on his face. That, that snarky. Um, yeah, that snarl the, that the, he does. The snarl, yeah. He's an intimidating like, man, though. Um, I was like, is he, can his face move any other direction. I don't think it can. Yeah, exactly. He's huge though, eh? Jesus Christ. He he uh he was playing the heel very well in that match mm-hmm. before Sting came out. Yeah. Anyway, uh the rest of the recent dynamite, let's smash it real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh Young Bucks and TH2. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. I don't really like TH2, so whatever. Oh. I'm more I'm more interested in the the acclaimed stuff to be honest. That was the man their um their freestyle rap was fucking shit though. <laughs> that was that was not the best. That was a bit John Cena esque. Max Caster, I follow on Twitter, and he does do some cool like freestyle rap stuff and things yeah. like that. That's like what he does. But it, yeah, that, that didn't really land great. for me. No, um, but, uh, they're still more interesting than than TH two though. Yeah. Uh, what else was on there? Like, there's the Dustin uh, versus Ten that seemed like it ended incredibly quickly. And then they offered like, him if he wanted to be no, seven. There's no way he's not going to slap them when they do the Dark dark Order thing. I know. I was like, seven of all the gimmicks to throw back in his face. Goddamn. <laughs> do you know about seven? I am not sure what you're talking about, to be honest. All right. So there was a gimmick quite a while ago where Dustin Rhodes was trying to move away from the Gold Dust character. Mm-hmm. And he showed up as a man in a trench coat with a weird white mask outside of a child's window what? trying to take him somewhere. 
Oh no. <laughs> Pretty weird. I just ended thought, I thought the I thought the slight was like you're not even like ten or like eleven or no. one or whatever. You're just in the middle of the pack, you know. No, it was it was very it was a very specific number for a reason. Um, wow. I'll send you something later because it's fucking weird. <laughs> Sounds up. But uh, I'm pretty sure he's publicly like trashed the seven gimmick right. quite a few times. So it was, now, it was but... quite the insult to to bring it up. Yeah, I can't I believe I have that. never heard of that before. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. I can't remember if it was WCW or WWE. I think it might have been, sorry, F. I think it might have been WCW yeah, when they right. were okay. going a bit weird. Um, what else was around? Uh, Big uh, Shaq and Brandy. Like Brandy, I like I like Brandy a lot. I watched her cooking show she's with so all the funny her cooking show on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And then anytime she's on actual TV, I'm just like, eh. Why, why can't? Why do you have to be this character? Like, you're so much fun. Like, yeah. Why be so miserable? This and intense annoying person. Yeah. And I don't. But really the face when Shaq he got a. Uh, I don't think he's going to be in as a in a wrestling context. Yeah. Um. But the look on his face when he's it was like, good. I enjoyed the that. Camera, I did enjoy. I laughed. I was like, this is so fucking yeah. stupid. I did. I did worry about it, though because when that Jade Cargill or whatever came out, it's just like I. I'm with a real giant or whatever. And then she's like, and that giant's name is Shaq. I was like, Ugh. Oh, yeah, exactly. I was I like, was like oh, oh no. I thought we we're going to bring in some monster, something like that. And I was like, oh, no, not a sports crossover. Yeah. I yeah. think it's just because they're on the same network. Yeah. I'm hoping. Also, he's a massive more. wrestling fan. He always has been. So that's probably yeah. it. But, I but, mean, yeah. it would be pretty sick seeing him just like, Chokeslam someone. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it will happen. But yeah, I don't need to see a full Shack match. Jesus no. Christ! I mean, what if he's a solid worker though? That would be pretty impressive. I don't think he has the knees for it. Surely, <laughs> this no way. It's just, <laughs> it's just no way. Um, I, I was like, oh, let's get the crossover going. Let's bring in Moose. Let's go. I just thought of the uh, best possible championship to. Uh, for Kenny to invade, mm-hmm. talk and shop three. <laughs> Take the cock torturous title. <laughs> no, the anyway, most, pre- uh, so the most prestigious title around. Sorry, the most prestigious title around. I know. Um, what else happened on Dynamite? I don't even remember. Uh, Abaddon and Sheeta. Oh, Sheeta that was cool. Yeah, Abaddon's pretty scary. She's got yeah. a lot of look going on. Um, that's odd. pretty cool, but yeah. Either way, I think I think we covered the main points for real. The diamond ring. Oh match. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, oh, what did you think of like the even the inner circle ultimatum wasn't like the most entertaining inner circle bit that they'd done. It it wasn't really, except when all the people who weren't Jericho or MGF were involved. Yeah. Sammy was pretty good. Yeah, um, I'm was. imagining like a big face turn for Sammy coming soon. Um, which is weird because he plays a little douchebag so well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Ortiz, Ortiz was good. W- yeah. Was great. Hager was good. Um, <laughs> Hager was, was good. actually pretty funny. Like, why is this guy with looking at me? <laughs> and then Wardlow, what? <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good actually. Like Wardlow's massive overreaction. I laughed so hard. Yeah. Now that that was that was pretty decent, I guess. Um, yes, you know why was Santana wasn't there. Sorry? You know why Santana wasn't there, hey? No. He's um so he's had like a super rough year apparently. His his dad 
died earlier in the year and his stepfather just passed away as well. So he was off doing that. Like I saw he's uh, following him on Instagram or whatever, a big post about it and stuff. And it's just like, man, how many how many dads can one have leave in one, one year? It's so sad, man. Yeah, RIP. I had, yeah, I'd heard that he was gone and it wasn't injury or COVID. Um, so I think there was just, yeah, it's all saying, it's like, oh, it looks like it's a personal reason. I was like, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, sad. Though I thought mm. I thought Jericho covered it well, where he's like Santana's so torn up about this he couldn't even show up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, yeah, because he wanted it so bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was about it, so <laughs> so it kind of worked. Um, yeah, yeah. Overall, look, I'm excited for where the Kenny thing goes, but like they immediately kind of ruined my enthusiasm for it with the non promo. Um, and overall, I was kind of. Like we finished up, uh, we fin- we both finished up Dynamite yesterday, and we're like, "Oh, do you want to do a podcast?" And we were both like, "Nah." <laughs> I was so relieved when you said no because I had a banging headache, and I was like, "So you want to do this?" And you're like, "Nah, I'm pretty tired." I was like, "Yes." <laughs> this is like, I'm like this was my idea, now. and I'm so glad we're not doing. it. <laughs> <laughs> Already looking for excuses out. Though. Yeah, out of out of my my own brainchild, I'm I suck. But yeah, like oh, oh dude, the worst headache of all time. It was brutal. Well, I woke up at like. 2 a.m., like, banging. And I was like, I was trying to not have painkillers, but I'm going to find me some Panadol, like, right now. It was, it was savage, yeah. It uh, was do you do a face like, or a feel? Yeah, let's do, do face and feel of the episode, yeah? So uh, you can go first. <laughs> I mean, you know what it's going to be. It's the same face and feel it is every week. Johnny Hunger. man. <laughs> I keep I keep thinking you're you're higher on John Silver than you are. I think. Sorry. I think I keep thinking you're higher on John Silver than you no, are. I love John Silver, but uh, John Silver and Hangman is. I mean, Hangman I didn't can't... even wrestle. <laughs> Sorry, he didn't even wrestle. He doesn't need to. Yeah, his, you love him. The look of the look of joy on his face when they got super excited when. He, they said, we're going to tag with you. And he said, yeah, right, it's a one-and-done thing. He turns around and looks genuinely happy and then kind of covers it like, oh, this is going to be mental. Yeah, right. Like he, he loves it. You're He's just loving the bromance and- that's slowly developing between them. I think, like, I'm super keen for when Hangman is in the Dark Order, Wardlow joins the Dark Order, it turns into just a bunch of strapping men all wanting to play and kind of admire each other's muscles and then Brody comes back and goes, what the fuck is going on? What the on? hell's been going on here while I've been away? Why, why is why is John Silver, the kid, taking over the Dark Order? Yeah, and just got all these jack dudes like hanging out with them and greasing up their yeah. muscles all the time. Um, the new BTE, they're doing, uh, I think uh, Colt Cabana is doing shots off of 10. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, I've watched it. it. No, no, I've oh, watched it's it. It's so good. And yeah. then they uh, they lay out a little trail of whiskeys uh, for Hangman to get him into the room. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm gonna oh, have man. to watch it. I got to watch it. It's, it was actually good. The last one you made me watch. I just haven't had enough time. Dude, BTE is. Yeah. I enjoyed BTE this week more than I enjoyed Dynamite. Let's put yeah, that. Yeah, okay then. No worries. Having said and that, so, it's hard for me to enjoy much more than. BTE because I love BTE. Yeah, yeah. So your face and feel is your face is hangman, hangman and the, and the feel is the the tiny moment of happiness he had when they said the tag with him. I just want him to be happy. 
He he deserves it. I want to see him throw all the pumpkins he wants off the back of pickup trucks, like the happy little cowboy he needs to be. Yeah. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, my um, my face and feel. I think my face is gonna be Darby Allen. Um, yeah. Again, even though he didn't wrestle, I thought that was a great promo, and he's mm. really doing a great job of holding that title. I love the new intro too, when it lights up and the lights go, and he's got the belt on the skateboard, and he's like crouching down in front of it. Like just all the imagery they do of him is really cool. And then my feel was probably like the Sting segment, like the moment of respect with Arn, and then like the the reminiscing and the it sting with Tony, and then like the hug with Cody and stuff like that. I, I thought thought all that was really cool. Was it a moment of respect with Arn? Mm, I kind of thought it was. Did you not take it that way? I assumed it was. Uh, like, I thought they were laying the seeds of uh, some discontent for later. As if I just wanted to make sure this was real. I know you guys have got some stuff to sort out but I'll still be here later. Like, I'll be watching sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I Like, I'll be back kind of thing. Yeah, okay then. I mean, they've got to be careful with that gonna... stuff because I ain't getting back in the ring full time. So, I <laughs> like... mean, neither is Sting. But can you imagine the Walker match, the triple threat, Tully, Khan, Sting? There is <laughs> a chance gonna... Sting might wrestle, man. You are, sorry? There is a chance Sting might wrestle. I know. He's going to be in six-man tags, mate. You just wait. Yeah, yeah. He's going, to be, uh, he's going to be a title holder again when they bring out those trio titles. Yeah, he's just going to be doing the woos and doing the Stinger splash. He'll keep it real limited, yeah. but it'll be great. He'll be... Uh, I mean, I don't know what... Because I've heard uh, he got buckle-bombed and his spine is now in the shape of three turnbuckles. And he'll never, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Maybe he'll have the edge-level return where... He goes, surprise, I can take a bump, bitches. Yeah, no and one was ready doesn't for take it. crazy bumps, but actually can wrestle to a degree. Yeah, that would be um, good. Probably so, not, but I mean, that'd he, be dope. If he um, was in the, the trio's picture, who are his two partners? I mean, John Silver and Alex Reynolds are going <laughs> to need somewhere to go when Brody comes back. <laughs> <laughs> We're no, seeing... Um, I don't think Darby will be tag man. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be in trios titles. I just think he's going to be dragged into a couple of trios matches uh-huh. um, to back up a Cody and a, like a Darby. Darby. Yeah. And I reckon that's where, I mean, as I'm saying it now, it writes itself. I reckon there's going to be some tension and that's where the Cody heel turn comes from. Oh. And then he joins forces with FTR. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and, and then, then, he, get, then uh, they get the Tully. trios titles. Oh, maybe that's or, why they freed them up. Sorry, maybe that's why they freed them up from the tag stuff because it's Cody joins forces with them and takes the trios titles with Tully. <sighs> then you got your four. I mean, and everybody four. thinks like their third partner is going to be Sean Spears. Surprise, losers! It's Cody. I mean, he's the most boring man I've ever seen in AEW recently, so maybe he's the fourth man for the Walker Fatal Four Ways, <laughs> Sean Spears, Tully, Arn and Sting. <laughs> Poor Sean Spears. <laughs> I, yeah, I, he um I saw a uh I think I've I think I've spoken about it before, maybe even on this podcast. Uh, a Royal Rumble, or maybe it's even 
not a Royal Rumble. Maybe it's the WrestleMania Battle Royale where Matt Hardy bumps up against Ty Dillinger and he's going like, who are you? And he goes, 10. 10. And then Matt Hardy goes, delete. And he goes, 10, delete, 10, delete. And then he just throws Ty Dillinger out of the ring. And I was like, man, that dude was super over. What the fuck happened? Huge. Uh, he was, yeah, he was super over. Um, but I guess he wasn't like Vince's idea. He was like an NXT idea, and then they never used him well. He used to have cool music. Like, I used to really like him. Um, oh, yeah. Does he not have like any creativity of his own then? Because AEW, there's not a huge amount of like hand holding from what I see. So, was that all a gimmick that was given to him that he ran with? Or I don't know. I guess. Did he come up with it himself? Yeah, I don't and know. I don't know the story. He- heel Sean Spears is just meh. I don't know. I think... Were you a fan of Ty Dillinger? Yes. Um, and then I and was... you think f- that he needs a face turn to bring him back into Rex Goodbooks? No. Nah. They just need to, like, treat him seriously. Like, when he debuted, like, and hit Cody with the chair and was the chairman and stuff, like, he was, like, a real threat and was really cool. And then the COVID stuff hit and then they were, like, had him with Tully, but they sort of were having him joke around and they did like the Tully underwear and all these kind of things. And I feel like they damaged him. I feel like they took away the threat that he was and then now they've got him doing like the lead slug in the glove kind of thing. But that, again, in my eyes, kind of weakens him because he can't win matches like properly. And so I just don't take him seriously. And then they don't have him on Dynamite. Like he could be good. Like he's a good wrestler. He's got, like, a good body. He can talk, all these things. They just don't use him well. Yeah. Mm. Which is a shame because I, I feel like he could be good, but at the moment I don't particularly care either way. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe uh, yeah, maybe they just need to separate him from Tully. Yeah. That would be a very cool angle if Cody does join the Four Horsemen, FTR. Um, Tully abandons Sean Spears. Oh, that, that's the way I think it will go. I don't think Sean Spears is going to be part of the new horseman. He would love it, but I don't think it's going to go his way. Maybe that's how he becomes a face. He gets uh, he gets gang-stomped in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Where they're just like, hey, you want to be part of us? You're yeah. shit. Yeah, and then he gets buried and is off TV. Comes back with a full head of hair instead <laughs> of his weird little mohawk. <laughs> the mohawk is weird. Either way, feel like uh, this entire the entire dynamite put us in like a weird space. Like I feel like we haven't yes. hit this this entire episode with the level of enthusiasm that we thought we were going to have, and it's left us yeah. kind of like, guess we'll see. It's probably not even worth talking about, but whatever. Like kind of thing. Know, so, maybe we'll just delete this whole podcast and put up the uh, music episode after all. <laughs> maybe we will, or maybe we'll put this up anyway. We've been talking for a while. I don't know. We'll see how that goes out. Either way, I've got Pete Photo what, X tomorrow, so I'll be watching that. What do you think, uh, our loyal Canadian listeners? <laughs> Did this episode of Faces and Fields leave you as cold and unshook as the recent Dynamite, or uh, have we provided some twists and turns of our own? Hmm. Exactly. Leave your comments below. Yeah, exactly. I think we will put it out because I feel like it's interesting to put out like a snapshot of how we're feeling. It can't always be like, everything is awesome. You know what I mean? Like this is this is the like rise and fall of being a wrestling fan. Sometimes you're just like, oh man, I really thought that was going to be cool. They built that up and it didn't really work out. 
Yeah, you know, sometimes some, an angle or a chemistry is just not what you were thinking yeah, it was going to be. Maybe next week we check back in and we're very pumped about it. If we're I mean, not, we won't do it. <laughs> it's not that often that AEW doesn't kind of usually strike quite high for me. Like, I'm not like as pumped and diehard as a lot of people seem to be uh, about it. Like, I definitely think there's a lot of faults with it. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, this episode, pretty meh. Especially after last week and even after Impact. Like yeah, was it was just built so up and built up and then it just didn't quite make the hype as what it was. We just uh, And we worked ourselves up to the point where we're like, we can't wait for this. And then it fell a bit short. So, But the good thing about wrestling is it keeps on going. There's no off-season, so we'll see what the next week holds and, and see if we're more pumped about it. I feel like they've got at least the groundwork for a good story, so I think we'll see where it goes. Oh, show. Oh, show. Exactly. On the bright side, uh, your new mic sounds great. I think this was a good test run for it. And uh, we'll be able to do this Excellent. stuff a lot easier from now on out. Definitely sounds better than the phone. Hopefully, it uh, comes across far better recorded. And the fact that I've been moving back and forth in my seat <laughs> doesn't all vary my levels enormously throughout uh, this podcast. I mean, it definitely does. <laughs> it goes in and out. You need to get yourself a boom boy like mine. Uh, no, what I need to do is get myself a chair that isn't like permanently reclined because I've been, it's an office chair that I just lean back in all the time so it doesn't reset. Ah. Uh, so I am naturally more comfortable sitting backwards. This is the... Uh, Real meat of the podcast well, here, ladies and well, gentlemen, see, talking that's, about my seat. That's the mistake. I sit on a folding chair, not like unlike the ones at the ring, and I'm terribly uncomfortable the entire time, so I have to stay yeah, focused I, and upright. Sh- should have just got my drum stool. It's right next to me. Ah, uh, well, next time, lessons learnt. Thank you for listening, all you listeners out there. Uh, if any of you Canadians know our friend Josh's wife, she says hello. <laughs> From uh, from Winnipeg. She was annoyed that I had never told her about it. <laughs> she was and like, uh, she had some harsh words to say about all you people from Toronto. <laughs> oh, no, don't bring that up. You've got to get us that, got to get us that Toronto heat. I mean, we are... Controversy creates cash. Yeah. I, I won't hear... A, My personal friend, Eric Bischoff, told me. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, if we need to start a Canadian civil war to get some more listeners to this podcast. So be it. Toronto. Well, I'll be on the side of mighty Toronto and I won't hear any of this nonsense. Get out of here, Travis. Time to mute him. He's off. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. He can't even talk even if he wanted to. Thank you for listening. Check us out on social media. You can tweet us or gram us at FacesFeelsCast. You can send us an email facesandfeels at gmail.com. And until then, uh, hopefully our next episodes bring more positivity and less malaise. This has been Faces and Feels, and it's all about peace, love, and pro wrestling. Peace out.